0: welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen My name is Nick. This show is all about my journey of scratch-made food and positive energy, trying to make the world better one dish at a time. If this is your first time here, welcome. It's so wonderful to have you here. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you very much for making me a part of your regular rotation. Today on the show, I'm actually doing something I hadn't thought about doing until I made this on a stream. I made this live Thursday. So those of you who joined me on stream over on Twitch, thank you so, so much. But I'm going to break down and talk about the recipe for the smoked chicken noodle soup that I made live on stream because it, let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you, a spoonful of that soup base with that absolutely beautiful unbelievable smokiness I think I remarked at the time that it tasted like someone had poured my grill into the pot like it tasted so beautifully smoky rich so many different layers of flavor so I really 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 wanted to kind of get that whole recipe written out and get it posted in the show notes for you again I'm not going to break it down in full I said breakdown I'm used to saying breakdowns and this is one of those things that's going to take a while to kick that habit but I definitely don't plan on doing that I definitely plan on just kind of again, talking about the different steps and and what I think is most important to highlight in that recipe. I've been having a really, really, really good food week. I've been having a couple of good food weeks. Aside from the fudge that I made for patrons, which that's gonna be its own episode, uh, bonus episode over on Patreon. So patrons, make sure you head over there and you can check out the full recipe breakdowns for the dark chocolate fudge and the peanut butter almond fudge I sent out. The dark chocolate fudge just didn't have the texture that I was hoping it would. It does melt in your mouth. It definitely melts in your mouth, but I wasn't a super big fan of the texture of it. The peanut butter almond fudge, however, was mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. It was so unbelievably creamy, and it's exactly like what I think peanut butter fudge should taste like. So next time I make chocolate fudge or any other kind of fudge, I'm basically going to kind of deconstruct that peanut butter almond and just build fudge recipes on that because it turned out absolutely amazing. I made homemade arancini for the first time ever, so much so that I even made my own panko bread for it. Uh, nobody ever said I wasn't extra I'm actually going to turn some homemade bread I'm going to do that today when I get out into the kitchen I'm going to break down some homemade bread into panko you just chuck it on a baking tray at like 300 degrees you you put the bread in a food processor and you pulse it until it's crumbs and then onto a baking tray and you just bake it for like 15 minutes at 300 degrees until it gets dried out, and then bam—you've got panko breadcrumbs. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that simple. It's homemade, and like using my bread, it's going to just have so much more flavor to it than it will if you just kind of use like those generic panko that you get at the store. But yeah, I want to talk about the arancini. That's going to be its own episode. I made the wing sauce that I talked about that I glowed up last week, and. That's kind of, I really think, and talking about themes for seasons, of course, we had like layers of flavor and everything in season two, and I couldn't even tell you back in season one, (laughs) back in season one, but I really, really feel like elevating is, is, is becoming the theme of season three. It's not just about making a good dish. It's not just about breaking something down and making everything from scratch or at least as much from scratch as I possibly can. But it's also about constructing something beautiful and elevating it and taking it to the next level. And that's what this smoked chicken noodle soup recipe does because it uses homemade pasta. It uses grilled chicken. And I just on a whim, like when Casey challenged me to make this for the stream, I thought to myself, I'm like, How am I going to elevate chicken noodle soup? I mean, I just talked about it a few weeks ago on the show. So, I mean, I just broke down a chicken noodle soup recipe for you guys not long ago. And here we're going to have another one. So, you know, stick around for that. That's going to be over in the back half of the show. But I just want to take the opportunity again to thank you all so much for listening. I want to tell you, especially nowadays with all the chaos that's going on in the world, take a moment, be kind to yourself. And be kind to someone else. I think the most important thing, and I don't want to get into everything that's happening in the world right now, but I think the most important thing is to remember our common humanity. Remember our shared humanity. You know, love each other. Be there for each other. Celebrate one another. That's the most important thing I think that we can learn and and think about and remember and to believe in each other, and believe in the best in people, and really do our best to put good out into the world, to make the world a better place. If everybody just worked in some small way to make the world a better place, instead of punching down at people, instead of cutting other people down, devaluing, debasing other people, dehumanizing other people, we've made it so easy to mistreat and talk bad about other people, especially with internet culture, because we can remove ourselves. From that equation, we can separate ourselves with the barrier of the internet and the computer and the keyboard and the mouse. But there are people on the other end of that too, on the other end of that phone, on the other end of that computer. Don't dehumanize people. Don't debase people. Don't cut people down. Find a way to make the world a better place in whatever small way, in whatever corner of the world you're in, wherever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, try to find a way to make the world a better place. If everybody did that, what a beautiful, wonderful world this would be. struggling. When you're struggling, are you able to admit it to yourself? When you're struggling, are you conscious of it? Or is it something that you maybe have to kind of look in a mirror a little bit and reflect on your actions, reflect on things that have happened and see where you're going? Now, as I said, I've been getting to the gym pretty regularly. Since I signed up for the gym, you know, I, I signed up and I went once and then I didn't go for a week. And then I went like five days in a row and I just went yesterday. Unfortunately, I'm recording this at 6 p.m. Gym closes at 7. I'm just not going to get done in time to get there and do a workout today. So I'm not going to make it today, but I have been getting there with some regularity, uh, not really doing a whole lot of variety just yet cuz I'm kind of trying to get myself you know once you kind of do things you know for a long enough period of time it becomes like part of your routine so that's what I'm kind of trying to do I'm kind of trying to set it into my routine and really figure out the best times and the best places and and all that stuff to get to the gym so I put my foot on my butt and I pushed and I went and I did something that I knew I needed to do that I knew I should do I got to the gym and I'm working out. I'm sweating. I'm moving, and I feel much more energized. I feel much more energetic, and I feel, I feel like it's having an effect. But the number on the scale hasn't moved. Now I know I don't don't hit the comments with all the things about muscle weighs more. I don't. I, it it doesn't matter because I'm not trying to build muscle right now. I'm just trying to lose calories i'm just trying to get into a consistent routine and keep working and that's where i've been struggling that's what i've been trying to face down that's what i've been trying to kind of figure out in my headspace is where do i fit this in the normal routine i've got a full-time job planning for live stream for the cure which don't forget begins at 9 a.m eastern time on the 19th of may 45 hours over the next three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're going to be live all three of those days for 15 hours each day. raising money for the Cancer Research Institute. But scheduling is starting for that in the month of March. And I have been very, very busy working my butt off to kind of try to get all that stuff ready. So that's taken up a good chunk of time doing this show, working on the other content that I'm working on. All these different things that we do in life, and that's not even counting just Being in the kitchen and just doing things because I love to do them. Spending just mental health time for myself. Spending time with Rebecca. Talking to friends. There's so many different things that we have to try to fold into a day. And normally... Normally I'll overload my plate way too much. And I'm not feeling... Like, my plate is super overloaded. I'm not feeling super overwhelmed right now, anyway. But what I am feeling is that I've got to fight harder. That I've got to be more efficient. I'm someone who prides himself on being efficient. And sometimes I'm so scatterbrained that that doesn't really work out for me. And I'm not a list person, like I can't really take the kind of things that I need to break down and do and and compartmentalize it and, and, and list it out and say, I need to do this and this and this. If you've seen the live stream for the cure to do list from last year, I basically wrote it kind of the way my mind works. So it's just a piece of paper with a bunch of things written all over it in like a just kind of giant disorganized disarray. And I know this is who I am and I know this is the way that my brain works. So trying to force myself to do something different that I know doesn't work for me. Like I have tried so many times to do organizers, planners, lists, you name it. i have tried. It doesn't work for me because then I feel so stressed out and I get so much anxiety about prepping and doing the list that I then like consciously like constantly like nagging at myself, worried that I didn't put something on the list or maybe I didn't prioritize something enough on the list. I plan things on at least somewhat of a schedule, and I like having certain things on a schedule, but it's it's just tough for me to kind of wrap my head around all of that stuff all the time. So here we are, trying to fit the gym into an already overcrowded schedule. Now, sometimes there's times when I need to decompress, and the way I usually decompress is just by watching YouTube videos or watching a show on some streaming service or whatever. All of which I can do from the gym. All of which I can do from my phones. I'll slap my headphones on, jump on a machine, and just do something while I'm doing that kind of decompression. And it's healthier decompression because I'm getting the exercise, I'm working out, I'm doing that kind of thing. And I really prefer that, and I like that, and I think that's got far more value to me. Because then at least I feel guilty when I'm... Like if I need to decompress, and sometimes I just need to play a game, or I just need to watch something, and just kind of get out of my headspace for a while. And I will just kind of get upset with myself. I'll get into myself. I'll I'll, I'll get mad at myself. And be like, "Oh, you're just wasting time. You're not doing anything. Why aren't you doing anything?" I am constantly, like, I just for the entirety of my life have just never felt like I'm good enough. Or like I am enough or like what I do is enough in any sense of the word. And I've never been able to break that. I've never been able to get out of that headspace. I've never been able to avoid that. I've never been able to get away from it. I've just never ever felt like I'm doing enough. I've talked about this on the show before. I'm sure I'll talk about it again at some point in the future too, but I'm kind of entering that time frame when I'm getting busier and I'm getting mad at myself for not doing more, even though I've already added more onto my plate. It's maddening. It's just me chasing my tail round and round and round in circles. And that's why I say I'm struggling. I'm struggling so much to kind of try to make sense of everything I've got to do. To kind of try to loosely, at the very least, schedule the things that I want to do, that I need to do. To structure it and schedule it and do it in a way that everything works. And I'm getting stuff done, and I'm not getting mad at myself for feeling like I'm not, even though I do so much stuff. When I look back at it, and I look back at like the things that I've done in a week, even yesterday, I woke up, I made homemade waffles, cut up strawberries, I made homemade whipped cream, I cut down the chicken wings that I'm going to be grilling tonight, I cut them down, cut the tips off of them, and got them into a brine yesterday. I made the homemade arancini yesterday, so I had to make risotto from scratch. I had to bread and fry chicken tenders. I did all of that stuff and played some games with Rebecca and watched some TV and went to the gym. And I worked yesterday morning for four hours. And somewhere in between all of that, I managed to get a little progress done in Satisfactory so I could do my next clip for that. And somewhere in there, I also got some recipe work done. I like to kind of type up the recipes, calculate the calories, and get all that stuff ready before I sit down to record. Because if I have it too loose, if I don't have it, and that's kind of where it's different in that, in that sensibility, like I know my brain is completely scattered and I know I'm all over the place but I can't record until and unless I have that full recipe breakdown in front of me and the full calorie breakdown and everything so I can give that and put that in the show notes when I release the episode even though I'm not doing the full breakdowns on the show anymore it's weird the way my brain works and probably the the even as I'm sitting here talking about it or saying it to myself and even as I'm like sitting here telling you about it It confuses me more. Like it makes less and less sense to me the more I say it out loud. Just, you know, it doesn't make sense. But it is my brain and I've just got to kind of deal with it. I've just got to kind of learn to live with it. But I am struggling. I struggle so much with being enough. With the things that I do. With what I do being enough i feel so guilty when i need to take time for myself i feel so guilty and i get mad at myself i get upset at myself if i try to take a sliver of downtime and then i get upset with myself for taking any downtime and having such a huge workload and it's just an endless vicious cycle and i'm verbalizing that and i'm trying to kind of contextualize it here Because I know it's a cycle that I I fight more than anything else, more than weight, more more than any of the other issues that I have, more than literally anything. It is the battle I fight the most. It is always and has always been the battle that I have fought the most. I find it so difficult to get out of all this. And to not get mad or upset at myself. And I say it here and now because if you're somebody like me, if you're somebody who you feel terrible or you feel guilty, if you take a little bit of downtime, if you take a little bit of time for yourself. Don't feel bad. You need that time. You need to prioritize you sometimes your mental health is so important taking good care of yourself is so so important don't ever 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 feel bad for just needing to take a little bit of time to decompress that work is still going to be there if you got to do it tomorrow if you got to do it two days from now if you got to do it next week it's okay it's okay because you will get there and you will get it done. It will happen. But if you keep getting upset with yourself, if you keep compounding it and you keep working yourself to the bone and you keep pushing over and over and over and over and over again, eventually you hit a point where you just crash. Because you're so exhausted from pushing yourself so hard that you just can't take another step, that you just can't keep moving. I hit that wall all the time in my life be it fitness be it all the different projects i'm involved in be it my own work be it anything never ever feel bad for taking a moment to just be you to just do your thing to just believe in yourself If you're someone that just works to put good into the world, to try to make the world a better place, you are so incredible. You are so wonderful and the world needs so much more of you. Don't ever, ever get down on yourself because you need to feel okay. You need to be in a place in your head where you're like, yeah, I've got this. I'm going to crush this. I'm going to own this. This is going to be amazing. You've got to be there in your mind. You've got to be there in your head. If you're not, you're never going to make it. Take the time that you need to take. Breathe. 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 The world moves so fast. Slow it down. Take a moment to just breathe. Let all of those things that swim around in your head, let your attacks on yourself cease for one moment. Fight it out of your head. Get it out of your head. Empty it out. What I do is enough. Who I am is enough. I work so hard. I try so hard. I put so much of myself into everything, and I leave none of it for myself. It's okay to leave a little bit for you. It's okay to take all of it for you sometimes. You can't, I don't know what the what the exact phrase is or what the exact statement is, but you can't pour from an empty cup, I think, is, is something along those lines. Make sure you're taking the time to fill yourself with whatever you need and don't let yourself attack yourself to feel guilty about it. Don't get into your own head and feel upset that you're not doing more when you already do so, so, so much. Take a moment to thank yourself for working so hard to make a good life, to put good into the world. Thank yourself for tirelessly championing other people, for doing so much, for working so hard, and say it's okay to take some time to refill that cup. I'm going to take a quick break, and on the other side of it, I cannot wait to talk to you about smoked chicken noodle soup. I mentioned this, I posted on social media, people see it and they're like, I never ever thought about smoked soup. What smoked soup. We're going to get into it right after this. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. You are wonderful for taking the time to put this into your ears, wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. I hope that your life is absolutely beautiful. Please take some time to put some good into the world, to be kind to somebody and to be kind to yourself. If you want to be kind to me, amazing segue. (laughs) Please head over to wherever you're listening to this. If you can leave a review, please leave a review. It will definitely help me grow. And that's the only way I'm ever going to reach more ears with my messages of positivity and talking about this food is with liking, sharing, reviewing. Just Please help me reach those ears. And make sure if you haven't, you follow me over on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Nikolai's Kitchen, where every Thursday around 5.30 Eastern, I am cooking live. And last week, I asked the audience, I said, what should I make next week? And my friend Casey said, chicken noodle soup. I think she had a cold at the time. And Casey, I really hope that you're feeling better. So, chicken noodle soup. Oh. And then I hit that block in my head. It's like, oh, Nick, you just broke down chicken noodle soup like a few weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago. Remember the tentacles. Remember the udon tentacles. So then I challenged myself. And it's something that I've just kind of noticed today as I recorded this subconsciously that I've been doing this entire season. Elevating things. I meant to get a quick bite out on Thursday. I definitely will. I gotta re-record it. I tried editing the stuff that I already had recorded, including that orange chili sauce. I tried to, I tried to cut around it, but it's still just an edit of me giving instructions. So it's not yeah, no, I gotta re-record it. But that's the same thing. That is elevating the orange sauce. That's elevating the sweet chili sauce that I had already made. Taking things that I already know. Over on Patreon, you can find pineapple ginger barbecue sauce elevating barbecue sauce to include beautiful tropical flavors that ginger oh my I cannot tell you how good that sauce is check that out over on patreon that's a bonus episode uh should be out hopefully around the time this episode releases or in this coming week so i challenged myself to elevate chicken noodle soup somehow but i could not for the life of me figure out how can I change up the ingredients in the soup base? I already make my own chicken stock. So I was like, okay, well, I can definitely like make a homemade soup base right then and there. So that way I'm kind of marrying the ingredients and the soup base, everything back together. And it's kind of this, this beautiful symbiotic relationship. So I decided to build the soup base. Normally when I make chicken noodle soup, I will just grab the homemade chicken stock I've already made and then kind of chuck different ingredients into it, season and serve. Which is still very good. It's still very, very good. But I needed to elevate something. And then it's just because we watch nothing but food shows around here. I think we were watching chomped or Beat Bobby Flair, one of those shows, and somebody was doing something with leeks. And then it just snapped in my head. A light bulb went on. It's like, Nick, why don't you build this soup on leeks? And then my brain immediately catapulted it forward to, what if you grill those leeks? What if you start introducing grilled flavors into a soup? And then I catapulted it one more step forward. I said, what if you cook the chicken over charcoal? So that's what I did. And when I took a bite of that soup base, I was just mesmerized. By the beautiful the richness of that smoky flavor but how it wasn't overpowering it was definitely super present but it wasn't overpowering it was so rich so decadently flavorful i just i i i don't think probably this year maybe one other time i don't even know because i don't track this stuff but i was blown away so excited i was dancing in the kitchen i was so so excited by the absolute explosion of flavor in this so the full recipe again is going to be in the show notes as well as the full and complete instructions to make this soup from scratch but one thing that i also resolved to do for this after the debacle of the udon noodles the frozen tentacles that doordash no it's not DoorDash. what is it instacart one of those food thingies Frozen noodle, ne- never again. And I've been making homemade pastas a lot, so I said to myself, what if I make homemade pasta instead? So way back in episode 14, I created a pasta recipe after doing a bunch of research. I have very recently updated that recipe back on the 22nd, just because as written, it did not have nearly enough liquid in it. Now I decided to do it a little bit different. Normally when I make pasta to eat with marinara sauce or whatever, I will make it with red wine and I'll just use egg yolks because I want it to be richer and I want it to be earthier. So in this case, I decided not to do that. So instead of using red wine, I just used water and I didn't just use egg yolks, I also used some whole eggs with the egg whites and everything in there. And I really did that because the pasta, like with all these other flavors going on in the soup, you've got the smoke, you've got all the different vegetables, the chicken fat, you've got so many beautiful flavors in this you're not really going to be able to draw much out of pasta. So you don't really need to go too far over the top with the pasta. I did not, however, break that pasta recipe down in the show notes. So go back to episode 14. I'll stick a link to episode 14 in the show notes. It's essentially, essentially, existentially, the pasta is having a crisis of self. (laughs) It's ostensibly the same recipe. Uh just change out the egg yolks, uh, throw in a couple of eggs. Uh generally the ratio I believe is uh one egg is two or three egg yolks. I think it's three, honestly. Uh so maybe two egg yolks and two eggs along with just water. And that's pretty much how I made the pasta for this. Uh, And my pasta cutter has like a it's like a flatter wider noodle. It's more like a fettuccine type noodle. And that's what I decided to make. Now I did leave them too long much too long but in terms of elevating soup we want to talk about elevating things the fresh pasta the homemade pasta was beautiful and also i will definitely make this caveat here cook your pasta separately from this dish I left it that way in the instructions, but just make sure you do that. Don't just make the pasta and then chuck it into the pot with the soup because you're going to add so much starch and then all the flour that's stuck to it as well. It's really, I feel like it's just going to make the soup too starchy and it's going to kind of take away a little bit of from all those flavors. So boil your pasta separately in salted water, get it al dente. You don't want it to be completely done. And then you're just going to chuck it into the pot of soup just to finish. It literally takes like two minutes. Other important things that I really, really want to kind of drive home about this recipe is the leeks. Now, I had never prepared leeks before, so I had to do some research, and everything that I read online was all about making sure you rinse the leeks well, because I guess they're grown in like a sandy soil, and it gets everywhere. I hate saying it's coarse and rough, and it gets everywhere. So basically you have to cut off like the long green stalks at the end, kind of where the bunch comes together and it starts to go from like that dark green to the lighter green and yellow and white. That's where you want to cut it at the top and then just cut the bulb off of the bottom. And then you're just going to take your knife and you're just going to go lengthwise down the entire length of it about halfway down. So that way you can kind of fold uh, all of the layers of it out and you can kind of feather in between them and then you're just going to rinse it really really well with cold water making sure you're kind of feathering apart the layers as you go otherwise you're going to get sand in there and you don't want sandy soup and the good thing about this is and, and again normally when I make chicken noodle soup I don't do this but when I built the soup base I basically kind of took ingredients that I was already going to be adding to the soup and just chucked The leftovers, the 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 excess, the stems, like the stems from the herbs, the tops of, I had little baby red peppers. I didn't have a whole red pepper. Uh, Pretty much the equivalent of one red pepper is what I ended up doing. But you're chucking the top of that red pepper. You're chucking the onion ends. You're taking the bones and the skin from that smoked chicken. All of the stuff from your prep for this dish goes into the soup base itself because you're going to strain it out eventually once you reduce the liquid down enough. And then you're basically adding all of those ingredients that you've already prepped that are the same thing right back into the dish. So you're just doubling down on all of those flavors in there. And the one thing that happened when I made this, when I did the smoking on the chicken and on the leeks, got those all grilled up, got the chicken rested, pulled the chicken apart, made the soup base. The soup base was phenomenal. My grill poured into a bowl, like I said. Then I built the soup, more chicken stock and all the veg and everything else. You, the only things you don't add at the, that stage are the chicken and the pasta. But then I tasted it and it lost that smokiness. That smokiness almost disappeared. It was still, it was very faint at that point. It just kind of disappeared into the background a little bit. And I got a little bit worried. I was like, oh, please tell me I did not ruin this because my chicken stock, I under it intentionally because depending on what I'm going to use it for, like I just, made arancini so i had to do risotto when i'm reducing the liquid down when i'm cooking it down i don't want it to be super seasoned because i want to season it in the dish that i'm making so as a result it's got a lot of flavor to it there's a lot of different flavors going on in it but it's not exactly like super salty peppery or anything like that and i really really was worried that i had diluted this soup out and then i kind of just thought to myself i'm like wait the shredded chicken still has to go back into this, and I was willing to bet that once you chuck that smoked chicken back into the broth and let it boil for a few minutes and kind of let everything come together, that it was just going to reinfuse the whole body of the soup with that smokiness from the chicken, and that's exactly what happened. Like it once again, it returned that beautiful, rich smokiness. And by this point, you've got all that veg in there and all those flavors, the sugars, and everything has come out of all of those herbs and vegetables that you've got chucked in there. And it's just such a beautiful. Beautiful marriage of flavors. And then the homemade pasta is literally the home run that knocks it out of the park. There is a good bit of elbow grease required in this. Uh, Elevating also means working harder, I'm really thinking. But it turned out unbelievable. I cannot begin to tell you how good this turned out. I've said this a number of times lately. I'll say it again. If you come to visit me and you like chicken soup, you're probably getting this. Because it's just got such a beautiful, rich complexity to it. I really struggle to describe dishes that I love this much that go this well. Because I really just, I don't know how else to say that it was unbelievable. I really, like whenever I have leftovers of this, it makes a ton. It makes a ton. Because I always make a ton. I love eating leftovers of it because it just takes me back to that beautiful, beautiful, warm smokiness. Just makes me feel like I'm just standing out over that grill again. And I love it so, so much. And that is going to do it for another episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. If there's anything that you want to challenge me to cook on stream, or if there's any dish that you will say, Nick elevate this. Let me know anywhere on social media. I'd be happy to take a look and and, and do some research. I'm really, really trying to get into new things. I'm really trying to push myself in the beginning part of 2022 to get into new types of food, new types of cooking, new types of cuisine. If there's any type of cuisine or cooking I necessarily haven't covered on the show yet that you might be interested in, please let me know. Streams especially. So again, 530 Eastern every Thursday night. I'm going to be trying to do something new. I want to break new ground. I want to try to do something I haven't done before. Or if it is something I have done before, I want to take it to a new level. Let me know what you'd like me to make. Thank you so, so much for all of your amazing support. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons well, thank you so much to chris m and sam and a special shout out to my vip patrons krista jared caleb dan and bill learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash kitchen